Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Isn't it? Mr. Speaker, Mr. President, distinguished members of Congress, I know what a rare privilege it is to address a joint meeting of your two houses. Thank you for inviting me. The concept, so simply described by Abraham Lincoln, as government by the people, of the people, for the people, is fundamental to our two nations. Your Congress and our Parliament are the twin pillars of our civilizations and the chief among the many treasures that we have inherited from our predecessors. The Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth, dead at the age of 96. It is King Charles. And and if you want to hear one of the more fantastic moments that you will make, that you may ever hear if you want to know whether or not time heals all wounds this was king charles the third arriving at buckingham palace to a crowd of quite literally thousands as he walks the line shaking and so hands charles straight to the public to greet the people who have been waiting for so long to exchange a few words with them as he arrives here at Buckingham Palace, King Charles III. He's shaking hands. They're kissing his hands. And then... chanting or screaming out, I should say, God save the king. That is remarkable. You have to be able to, maybe you have to be of a certain age, but really you just have to be of a certain uh, connection to history to be able to go back and recognize how vilified of a man King Charles was according to the press in the wake of the breakup with Princess Diana. Time heals wounds tony katz tony katz today it is good to be with you time also allows facts to come out what do i think of king charles Uh, he's a radical environmentalist and that bothers me to no end what do i also think uh, of king charles probably an extremely misunderstood guy and diana didn't help things The statement made by the king saying the death of my beloved mother, Her Majesty the Queen, is a moment of the greatest sadness for me and all members of my family. We mourn profoundly the passing of a cherished sovereign and a much-loved mother. I know her loss will be deeply felt throughout the country, the realms, and the commonwealth, and by countless people around the world. During this period of mourning and change, my family and I will be comforted and sustained by our knowledge of the respect and deep affection in which the queen was so widely held. 
you take a look at the response, and the answer to that is, well, quite literally, yes. The very last of the statesmen of another era. Queen Elizabeth, dead at the age of 96. And I I make no uh, uh, apologies uh, regarding those who might want to take a look at the total history of the queen, and there'll be a good or bad and the ugly. That is also true of anybody you were to take a full look at. Because, well, that's people. That is people. No one claims a level of, of perfection. That that's, that's first and foremost. And then as, as a part two, nobody, absolutely nobody, has a record that is spotless. My gosh, you could find dirt on Bill Murray. And if you could find dirt on Bill Murray, you can find dirt quite literally anywhere. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Jeremiah on Twitter, time may heal some wounds, but scars remain for some. They exist to remind us of the pain we endured. I often discuss the fact when when I I, I discuss um, going through rough times, going through depression, suicidal thoughts, National Suicide Prevention Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. I'll I'll have these conversations. Some people say, well, that's what you needed to go through. That's your journey. And uh, what I have often said is, you know that... that, um, expression uh that uh, that you know what doesn't kill you makes you stronger i did not need to be this strong i in no way needed this in my life not no chance not at all no way did i need to be this strong did i need to go through all of that absolutely positively not didn't need it did not need it didn't actually want it, for sure. Now, King Charles is set uh, to speak his first public statement as the King of, of England. Uh, my, my desire, my plan is, is to share it with you. This is, is my desire. I don't, I don't know if, if uh, we'll be able to, to share it or, or, or not, right? That's, that's the way these things uh, go. The reason for it, and I, I'm, I've, I've never been a Royals watcher. Um, I have a, a respect for what the Queen dealt with, what it is she has seen, what her life meant. The dedication to something bigger and above yourself you know she talked about the fact uh, that her her plan was to serve uh the 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 kingdom uh as long as as she could and she she meant it literally from the moment she was 25 years old uh on the throne in 1952 coronated in 1953 to her death where just three days ago she was meeting with outgoing prime minister boris johnson and the new prime minister liz truss T-R-U-S-S. There, there, there is something to this about in, in, in the wake, in, in, in the 
wake of a changing world, which I don't mind change. You can't mind change. It's going to. Does that mean you change your values and your standards? And it brought me to the story of, it was on Twitter, of this mother who tweeted out that when her daughter came to her, I'm a boy, I'm not a girl, I'm a boy, and I want to do this, and I want to do that, and I want to do the other, and I want to change myself, and I want drugs for this. She tweets out, I didn't affirm my daughter, I removed her from the contagion. Now, how often have we discussed, your, your, your job is to love your kids. But it's not to agree with everything they do, and very often children need to be protected, very often from themselves. And this transgender craze, these things being pushed upon them by, by uh, social pressures and adults who want this because they are vile and violent. Not every adult, but too many adults because one is too many. And this mother said, I'm going to not have this for, for my daughter. I removed her from the contagion. She continues, the mother does. Within months, she pulled what I called a seize and desist, S-E-E-S. She saw the truth and left the cult. Over a year later, she's thriving more than she ever was when involved in the gender craze. And people are upset with this woman. How dare you? How dare you? I mean, they're referring to this mother as a turf. Do you know what turf is? Trans-exclusionary radical feminist. That's what they say of J.K. Rowling. Well, it's understandable. Uh, for example, men are not women and women are not men. Men are not women and women are not men. So I, I don't have to think of trans. I mean, go live your life the way you see fit. If you tell me your name's Susan, I will call you Susan. Boy and 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 peer pressure her into thinking like this. That no, I'm gonna I'm gonna protect my kid. I am going to engage protection no matter what pressures are coming my way, no matter how much you threaten me, no matter what you try to do to me legally, because you know there are people who try and take your kid away if you try and protect them. I'm going to do what's best for my child. I'm not going to buy into the nonsense. A standard. And the standard is not here men are men and women are women. The standard here is not men are not women and women are not men. That's actually not the standard. The standard is the parent has a job to do and the job is not easy. But if you love your child, you must do it. There is a standard. That standard's extremely important. And holding up the standard and defending the standard against all odds. I think there's a fair amount that the queen you can point to did in that case. I think there's a fair amount that you can point to that the queen did to stand up. You can argue for the monarchy, but it, it might not be for us as Americans, but it was a standard that the British appreciated. And through the trials and tribulations, remember the days of Fergie, certainly you have Prince Andrew and Jeffrey Epstein. You've got the whole Harry Meghan thing, a whole history. And she still has people who who believe in this and in England that remains very much because of her so as a concept 
holding the line, holding a standard, standing up when all the forces are against you matters greatly. It is something I take upon reflection of the life of Queen Elizabeth II, dead at the age of 96. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz. Joe Biden's in Ohio talking about manufacturing. Groundbreaking of the new Intel semiconductor manufacturing facility. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm destroyed by this because it's a facility I would have wanted in, in my beloved Indiana. It is a society, oh, would have been terrific. Terrific and wonderful and sensational to have that in Indiana. It it did not come. It did not come. And for that, uh, just so incredibly sorry uh, to, to, to see it. Because it would have been huge, huge money for the state. But Biden's going to go and make some claim about how the economy is doing well and then talk about those evil, despicable MAGA Republicans. And that's going to be the end of that. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good uh, to be with you. 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. BYU has completed its investigation and finds no evidence to corroborate the claim of racial slurs being yelled at a Duke volleyball player. Can't find them. So the story goes that this Duke player, volleyball player who is black, every time she was serving, somebody was screaming out racial uh, slurs, screaming out the N-word. Holy cow. I mean, that, that's a heck of an allegation. Somebody was identified and they were, they were thrown out and, and said, you can never come back. And they're like, I didn't say anything. Well, they start looking at videotape of of this area. It wasn't a student. I believe it was an adult. They start looking at videotape and they're like, okay, well, there's the person in question. They're not saying anything. They are not saying anything. As BYU states, from our extensive review, we have not found any evidence to corroborate the allegation that fans engaged in racial heckling or uttered racial slurs at the event. As we stated earlier, we would not tolerate any conduct that would make a student-athlete feel unsafe. That is the reason for our immediate response and our thorough investigation. They found nothing in terms of video evidence. And then they started asking people who were in the student section, others, nobody heard anything. Now, in today's world... You think they're just saying nobody heard anything to try and get, you know, as like an act of protection? No chance, no shot. They have not found anybody to corroborate the claims. So is this girl... This uh, this Duke volleyball player by the name of Rachel Richardson, 
is she lying? She claimed she was targeted and racially heckled throughout the entirety of the match, which then evolved into threats. She claims BYU officials and coaches were made aware of the incident at the time, but failed to act. Act on what? Based on the investigation. Somebody was uh, removed. This, this is as uh, the reporting is gone. I would find it very strange that someone is just making this up, except, of course, we have extensive levels of evidence, story after story after story after story of people making things up. My gosh, there was a noose found on my door. That story has been made up repeatedly. I was attacked in the middle of Chicago at 2 a.m. while getting a Subway sandwich, and they put a noose on my neck and poured bleach on me, and they said, this is MAGA country. Jesse Smollett's a liar. We've seen this story made up. The difference here is that I don't get it. What would be the point? What would be the win? Very often people will make up stories so they get a little bit of attention. They get a little bit of love. They, you know, they, they, they need something, uh, this has happened before, uh, to be racial because uh, they need to now prove that they're either a victim or they're standing up against it, and that's how they prove their value. We've seen people uh, like this uh, of all stripes. So the, the, the question is, is this what this girl's doing? And from this, even though absolutely no evidence has been found, I can't, I can't say that. I can't do it. I am left with many more questions. I would love to hear the questions asked of her. What is it that she thought she heard explicitly? Where did she think it came from? Why didn't she confront them? And what else could have been going on that she heard something, decided it was this, when it really had nothing to do with that. What was she hearing that made her think this was being said? I would like to think good of someone. That maybe this is all level of misunderstanding, a misunderstanding, a misunderstanding. But if, if people are going to be like, I don't accept BYU's investigation, that's because they want these things to be real even if they're not, because it's better for their ideology or brand, which is pretty awful. I'm Tony Katz. Washington, D.C. is not is not a border town. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Tony Katz today, 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. Of course, all eyes are right now on uh, the, 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 the queen, the passing of Queen Elizabeth and... Uh, over there in Parliament, uh, the former Prime Minister, Theresa May. Great sadness that I rise to pay tribute to Her Late Majesty, Queen Elizabeth II, on my behalf and on behalf of my maidenhead constituents. Yesterday was a day that we all knew would come some time. 
but in our hearts of hearts we hoped never would. But as we mourn a beloved monarch, we must always remember that she was a mother, a grandmother and a great-grandmother, and my thoughts and prayers are with King Charles III and the whole of the royal family. And I also remember the close members of her royal household. Everybody's got uh, their words. Everyone has got uh, their things to say. And there's going to be much more in the days ahead. It'll be about two weeks of of pomp and and circumstance and plans. Um, This is going to be on the daily. I bring to you this most ridiculous statement from a city councilor in Washington, D.C., who wants to make the claim that because Arizona and Texas are taking illegal immigrants and saying, you're going to go to D.C., you're going to go to Chicago, you're going to go to New York. This counselor wants to say that somehow, so hysterically, that these people, the, these governors, have turned D.C. into a border town. Of course, this is not true. Of course, this is not the case. This is ridiculous, but you got to hear it to believe it. So it's been said, but it's worth reiterating that the governors of Texas and Arizona have created this crisis and the federal government has not stepped up to assist the District of Columbia. So we, um, along with our regional partners, will do what we've always done. We'll rise to the occasion. We've learned from border towns like El Paso and Brownsville. Um, And in many ways, the governors of Texas and Arizona have turned us into a border town. We don't know how long this will take to resolve. We don't know how long they will continue busing. And so the right thing to do here is to be prepared to ensure we can greet every bus. We can get people off on the right foot. We can get them where they want to go. And that will ultimately help them in their immigration process. D.C. is not a border town. As Bill Malugan pointed out extremely well uh, with with Fox L.A., he does a lot of work uh, from the border. Washington, D.C. is a metro that has approximately 700,000 people, and they've taken 8,000 illegal immigrants in four to five months. Some of these border towns have a population of 30,000, and they get 10,000 people a week. 10,000 illegal immigrants a week. You're not a border town. But we should also note that the woman you heard from, this D.C. council member, her name is Brianne Nadeau. Brianne Nadeau, N-A-D-E-A-U is the last name. In 2019, she bragged, bragged about writing the legislation that made Washington, D.C. a sanctuary city. They're a sanctuary city. They're where you go. They wouldn't, we won't work with ICE, Immigrations, Customs Enforcement. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to work with them at all. 
We're not going to send anybody out. We're good and caring and loving and decent and all that jazz. But all of a sudden, now you're now you're you're part of the America that these people are coming to, and you won't take anybody. How dare the federal government not help us? How dare the federal government not help the people of Texas? Never mind that. How dare they not help the country? Why aren't they helping the country? It's beyond understanding. The country deals with this issue. Chicago and D.C. don't get to say Texas turned us into a border town or a border state. We are border states. If if Texas is dealing with this, we're dealing with this. It's Texas's problem. You don't care. Now you deal with it. Now you know. Maybe more pressure on elected officials in D.C. to get the job done, which is to engage an immigrate engage an immigration policy of value, and simply say no to illegal immigration. Zero is the number we're striving for. Zero, not open borders. Return to a remain in Mexico. Return to engaging fencing to keep people out. Screening every single person. We're allowed to have a border. We're allowed to have standards. We are allowed to do so. To say otherwise is nonsensical. To say that you're a border town. And complain. To complain about taking people. When you were claiming that you were so loving and caring. That's, man, that is, that is a great example of how much virtue signaling goes on. It's so easy to claim Sanctuary City when, um, when you know, there, there's nothing on the line for you. Oh, you just get to be woke, somebody else pays for it, and you go home, do, 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 I'm such a good person. Now you're experiencing what border towns are actually experiencing, and you're like, but, but, but. I, I'm assuming they would just blame Trump and move on. Speaking of blaming Trump, this happened. Holy cow. So in Nevada, in Nevada, there was a murder of a reporter at the, uh, is it the Independent, is it Nevada Review Journal? And um, this reporter was killed by a subject, somebody that he had written stories about, an elected official who was having problems in his, in his uh, office, was um, possibly having a relationship with uh, an underling. And this uh, journalist was investigating, reporting on the stories Reporting on what was happening, this uh, elected official, Robert Tellis, a Democrat, went over to his house and killed him. Authorities arrested him. Uh, the the, the uh, Tellis, who was a Clark County public administrator, Clark County is where Las Vegas is, uh, attempted to kill himself. They found um, uh, Tellus's uh, DNA under the fingernails of the reporter, a man by the name of Jeff German, which means he tried to fight back. 
This is a crazy, awful story. But now there's a press conference. The sheriff is answering questions. Here's one of the questions. So why are we talking politics then? Do you condemn former President Trump's normalization of violence against journalists? That's a real question that got asked here. This, this is about Trump. These people are deranged. They're out of their heads. Completely and totally and utterly lost. You know when people talk about Trump derangement syndrome? Yeah. Yeah, that's a real thing. And there it is on display. By the way, I never got the answer from, from, from the sheriff. Let, let, let's see. Uh, no, I think this property the inappropriate venue to speculate on that or opine on that. Um, I think it's uh, it needs to be stated and noted that it is troublesome because it is a journalist, and, and we expect journalism to be open and transparent and a watchdog for government. And when people take it upon themselves to create harm associated with that profession, I think it's very important that we put all eyes on and address the case appropriately. Such can't be killing journalists. Don't want that anywhere. Blaming Trump? These people are special. These people are super duper special. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. Um, it's not political. There's, there's no ideology in it. It's not a Republican, Democrat, slash, Tory, labor issue. Uh, it's a universal issue defined by science. If he thinks, that's John Kerry, our climate advisor, if he thinks that... Uh, climate sci- that, that, that climate is defined by science and isn't political... I don't, I, that's, that's, that's just not in any way, shape or form factual or honest. That's out of control. Of course it's political. Of course uh, what we've done regarding climate is political. How could, how could we think anything else at any other time? Of course, it boggles the mind. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Uh, good uh, to be with you. Speaking of political, Charlie Crist, who's running for governor of Florida, on the view because you got to go where you're safe, and uh, he's going to repeal parental rights. I want to go back to Governor Jeff Sanchez, as I tend to call him, after his handling. They call of him worse in Florida. Yeah, I'm sure they do. They do. Uh- no, they don't. And Sonny Hostin refers to DeSantis as Death Santis? She's still doing this? Florida proved you don't have to lock down.
she's a science denier. I mean, she might as well be a flat earther. Good Lord, it gets worse. Um, since taking office, he's tried to make a national name for himself, probably because he wants to run for president. But the way he's done it, in my view, is by stoking these manufactured culture wars. Um, he signed controversial laws into this, such as uh, don't say gay, right. the law, that law. His Stop Woke Act, I don't really even understand. There is no don't say gay law. Again, another lie. Why is this allowed? She's been confronted with the facts repeatedly, and yet it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example of something that happened today. I was talking about um, a place called uh, the Tarkington Theater, uh, which is about which is with the Center for, for the Performing Arts. In Carmel, Indiana, Jimmy Vaughn is playing tonight. Oh, do I want to see Jimmy Vaughn? Do I want to see uh, Jimmy Vaughn? Oh, my gosh, you know I do. But when I went to go buy tickets a couple months ago, I think it was, a sign pops up. Boom, still there. Just did it again. Just went to the site, did it again. Some events require masking and proof of vaccination or a negative test to attend. And I'm like, I'm out. I'm not doing that. Talked about it on uh, my, my morning show today. Even said, I don't know, maybe it's the artist who wants this. If so, uh, I'm, I'm also out. This isn't science. This is nuts. This is madness. I get an email from uh, the Center for the Performing Arts. We don't require masking or proof of vaccination to come to a show. What are you going to do to correct the record? First of all, here, I, I took a, I, I was working, so I took a picture of it with my phone. I didn't even screenshot it. I took a picture with my phone. I emailed back uh, the, the guy. who you know, He came at me hot. He didn't have to, but he came at me hot. Uh, and, and, and I'm like, this is what it says. This is, this is what it says. I, I, I didn't make it up. Right? Here, here it is. And then uh, he sends me back uh, uh, another email. Again, I, I, I think it's a little hot. I'm, I'm finishing up an email uh, back to him right now where I'm like, listen, if you're able to show me that something that I see is like, okay, we see that you see that, but actually it's this, I'll correct the record. Why wouldn't I? What, I do I win something about, you know, uh, getting upset with the Center of the, for the Performing Arts? I love the Performing Arts. Is there anybody... Whoever talks more about theater than I do, dear Lord, just just on my soundboard alone. Raise a glass to freedom. You don't have the votes. You don't have the votes. No one else was in the room where it happened. The room where it happened. The room where it happened. I am not throwing away my shot. I am not throwing away my shot. And just in case you think all I have is Hamilton. One day more, another day, another destiny. More musicals than any radio show in the country, guaranteed or your money back. Of course. You gotta love the producers. Tony, 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 Tony. So it, 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 the concert tonight, which I'm not going to, sadly, Jimmy Vaughn. You don't need a you don't need a mask, and you, and you don't need to uh, proof of vaccination, which is awesome. 
I hope they get the website fixed. No one should see that because it did. Turned me off. My brother was going to fly up. He just moved to Florida. He's going to fly up for it. He's like, no, I'm, I'm not doing that. So it did turn some people off. The website. But they reach out like, you know, even hot. You correct. Sonny Hostin is still lying. Sonny Hostin would rather lie than be truthful about what Florida has done and what Florida is doing for parents and for their residents. I'm Tony Katz.